Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. It's FPC Radio Live, and it's a uh, it's a new week. It's Monday. It's February nineteenth, and um, well, we had quite possibly, and and you know, this is a year to year thing. Quite possibly, the the the, the worst NBA All Star game of all time, and I feel pretty confident in saying that. Um, John, I think you'll agree with me. These things aren't getting any better; they're getting worse. And uh, yesterday was just it was. Um, Dare I say a, a just a pathetic display of basketball? And dare I, I maybe I don't even call it basketball. Let's call it something else. Call it netball. It's not basketball that we're watching. No, it was more like a skill competition. We know that the twenty four players that took the court last night are the greatest players in the world. The skill level is incredible. It's higher than it's ever been. But the games are getting worse and worse and worse. I mean, two eleven to one eighty six. So you have scores that are more apropos for what 10 pin bowling scores like 211 to 186 yeah um nearly 400 points were scored it was just endless threes there was no defense and the i don't know what the solution would be i mean i know people say just cancel it but it does make the league a lot of money and it's a way to wine and dine sponsors that's what the whole weekend is about it's not about necessarily good basketball or you know really being an R what these players yeah. can do on the court. It's more about making money, so they do that. What would the solution be? Do you eliminate the three-point shot from the game so at least you have some sort of basketball because these I, guys can all shoot threes? Do you go six on six as opposed to five on five, but now I, you have injury concerns because the I'm not, I'm not too crowded? What do you do? I, you know, I'm not really for changing the – um, dynamics of the actual sport. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I hate the shootout in hockey because I think it down. So I, I, I think, you know, tweaking it in that sense, I, I think you have to find a way to give it some meaning, like have it mean something. I know it's impossible. Baseball tried to do it with the World Series, you know, winner gets home field advantage, that type of thing. Um, but it, but it has to mean something because if it doesn't mean something, then we're just going to get more of the same. Like, I mean, I watched LeBron do a pass off the back glass to himself, and he completely flubbed the, the dunk, and no one reacted. And they were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. have another shot. Go for it. Right. You know, and, and it's like, yeah, you're right. It's a collection of the best basketball talent in the world, but that's not what we saw. And I think that's that, it's a travesty because, again, when are you going to get that? And and it's like, never. yeah, never you, you don't get that. It just no. won't happen. No, no one plays defense. I mean, do you start putting players into the game who are defensive players? I mean, do you put Marcus Smyre and Pat Beverly out there? And maybe they'll play defense. Um, but there's a brotherhood among NBA players. The biggest fear is someone gets injured in the game. I, that was a fear of mine with Jalen Brown in the dunk contest. Now the chances of him getting injured were minuscule, but he is kind of accident prone. And you just worry that, you know, going up for a dunk, something happens. It's, if that's the case, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no yeah, point. If, if the injury concern is that much that you just refuse to actually play the game, then get rid of it. There's no point in it. There's no point. I understand what you're saying about sponsorships and money and that, but at what point are you just – are you? I mean, again, it, it's just – I mean, this is, this is where the quote-unquote old heads, John, are right. And, and kind of like the game was tougher back in my... Well, it, it kind of... I mean, these competitions were actually competitive 20 years ago, you know? And, and just over the last decade and a half, it's just become more and more of just a... I, I mean, 
like Harlem Globetrotter games are more competitive than this, John. Like, and you know who's going to win those games. <laughs> like, that's what I'm talking about. It's so, it's just, it's, it's frustrating. And it's, it's just, like I said, we, we go through this with a lot of these all-star games. Good for the NFL for just getting rid of the actual game itself. Cause they realize that much like basketball, it just, no one cared except for Sean Taylor. I mean, he, <laughs> he was out there hitting punters and I'm cool with that. But like, you know, now it's like, you know, you, you can't play a physical sport and a very demanding defensive sport half-ass like that because then you just get sloppy like why why you know why do i want to watch this you know could you possibly turn it into a three-on-three tournament so you'd have like eight teams with three players on each team or if you want to go you know four teams with six players so you have a bench and you go three on three and <laughs> I, then you just have like 10 million dollar win it take call i mean maybe that's what well you have to do there you go i mean incentive table. john incentive i mean right. I, like i said I, it doesn't necessarily have to be incentive for the season but you know incentive for these players to want to play and like you know again you know you put a nice big stack of money out there as a prize and yeah maybe, maybe a three on three tournament would be better and then again you you kind of you know, maybe it opens it up, John, too, because with, with with fewer players on the court, maybe you rely less on the three. And maybe it does become more of a go-to-the-rim type of game. And, and you know, you do get to see a bit of the uh, uh, talents displayed a little bit more. So, you know, if there's a solution, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, if anything, just to try something else. Because, again, we know, you know, next year it's going to be the, it's going to be more of the same. So we look at, obviously, football essentially getting rid of the Pro Bowl. Hockey has kind of tweaked it to, you know, what do they play, divisions against other divisions. And remember a time, what, like seven, eight years ago where the scores were like, you know, 21 to 19, which that's not hockey either. No, it, uh, hockey has the same game. same exact issue same because... It, Too much scoring. Yeah. And then you have baseball, which is probably still the closest to what the sport is, although it's not normal to just bring in a pitcher every inning unless you have the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. But, you know, you see nine different pitchers in the All-Star game or more. They'll each come in for an inning and throw gas, and no one can hit them. So the games are generally, what, 3-2, three, 2-1. Two, two, They're really not exciting either. Uh, basketball, there's too much scoring. So you yeah. devalue what a basket is in baseball. Um, it's just kind of, okay, let's get to the ninth inning and see if someone can hold on to a one-run lead. So none of the sports have really any kind of great take in terms of the all-Star games, you know, look, I don't want to go all far, you know, 50 years ago when Pete Rose took out Ray Fossey in a collision at, at home plate, you know, essentially ended that kid's career at 24 years old. We don't have to go that crazy or Sean Taylor taking out punters. Um, but, like, do we go to the point now where it just looks like – I don't know anybody that enjoyed this thing. Like, no, really, I no. don't hear one person say – or, you know, maybe they'll get four or five million viewers, but it's not real basketball. Um, again, the injury concerns there, like you said, if that's as big a concern as we're talking about, then just get rid of it. And maybe, like I said, three on three, maybe that's something. I mean, the three point contest is still pretty good. Um, you know, skills competition is good. The dunk contest is just, you know, as dry as can <laughs> that, be. That, that jumped the shark when they called Dwight Howard Superman uh, lay up a dunk. I'm sorry. It, I, right. I, it wasn't even a dunk. It wasn't a it. dunk. Yeah, he threw it in, and right. people were yeah. like, oh my God, a Superman dunk. Right. And I'm like, where's the dunk there's no dunk at the rim and it went in yeah the thing with the, the dunk contest too is now and, and this is made for what 11 to 17 year olds to watch oh sure you know what they can do at any moment is go on youtube and watch dunk right of anyone 
They go back and watch Michael Jordan in the late 80s or Dominique Wilkins in the late 80s uh, when the great players were participating in the dunk contest. Because, again, those guys weren't making as much money as they are now. It's not even close. And right. they were trying to build their brand. I mean, part of Air Jordan and being in the dunk contest. I mean, right? look I at mean, the logo. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, the logo is it. his dunk in the dunk contest. <laughs> right. You know, uh, the most famous poster may be him coming from the side all back to his right shoulder right. and he's coming in sideways and it's still the most iconic dunk that we've ever seen. Is it the best? Go judge for yourself, but it's the one I remember the most. Yeah, and then you had upsets in there with Spud Webb or Nate Robinson, the little guy winning. Now you've got a guy winning back-to-back dunk contests who doesn't really even play in the league. Like, yeah. Okay, so we're football fans too. So let's say we had a quarterback skills competition and it was, I don't know, Jared Goff, Case Keenum, and two guys from the UFL. Like, yeah. would you really want to watch that or would you rather watch Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson. I know I'd rather watch those four guys rather than the other four guys. And I'm not trying to diminish Jared Goff. I think he's a really good quarterback. But, you know, in terms of where they rank within their own sport, Jalen Brown is kind of Jared Goff, you know, whatever. Um, So who's watching that dunk contest when three of the guys you don't really even know other than if you see them on, you know, YouTube. Right. And it's like, you know, again, going back to years before, it's like you had – you know, the, the Vince Carter year, I mean, who, who just, mm-hmm. again, I mean, it, look, Kobe Bryant was, Co- was sensational. Right. It was like, and, a, there was a passing of the baton, right? It was Dr. J to Dominique, to Jordan, to Kobe, to Vince Carter. Now I know everyone's going to blame LeBron and, and I understand why, because he's never participated in a dunk contest. He was supposed to be the next guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. LeBron's going to go participate in the dunk contest. I don't think he'd be great in a dunk contest. He's more of an in-game dunker. He's so big. And strong right. that you know a guy six nine two more more, more power good. and not finesse more yeah. power yeah, yeah. And Dominique Wilkins was kind of like that I mean Jordan was made for this Kobe yeah. was made for this they're essentially father and son um, you know so those mid sized guys that are sleek almost like sports cars those guys are you know more pleasurable to watch so LeBron and people say LeBron didn't want to get into it because he didn't want to lose I just don't think he wanted to be like thought of as a dunker because his right. game is a little different than Jordan and Kobe. He's more Magic Johnson. So, um, again, maybe put $10 million prize out there, and all of a sudden you'd get the guys that really belong in there. And the first three names that come to mind are Anthony Edwards of Minnesota, Zion mm-hmm. Williamson of New Orleans, and John Morant of Memphis. Now, John Morant had his issues off the court, but you know he'll be back next year. If you get Morant, Williamson, and Anthony Edwards, and put Jalen Brown in there because I give him credit. He showed up to participate with three nobodies. Those four guys, then I think you'd have something uh, interesting. The problem is, like, right, you've got superstars in there. Put a $10 million prize out there or, or, you know, uh, pump up literally their sneaker deals. The thing is, we've seen every dunk. There's, like, nothing new to see. Yeah, well, I mean, that's part of it. Jalen Brown would have won that dunk contest 30 years ago. His stuff was awesome. But we've seen all of that for the last 35 years or more. Yeah, and there's there's only so much you can do before again it just kind of gets ridiculous, like to the point where you're putting on a cape. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
and and it, it it's so distracting that people don't realize that your dunk isn't an actual dunk. I'm really kind of right piling on Dwight Howard here. That. But that, he was I, about a foot away from the. Oh yeah, it wasn't even down. like we're yeah. not even talking about like I mean okay maybe it left his fingertips a little bit ahead. No, we're talking about like. He literally threw it down <laughs> like like basically your your uh, what are those uh, those like it, like office like hoop things you put on top of your right. door where you're just running around and just basically throwing the ball in because it's just a little mm-hmm. hoop. And, and yeah, it's it's yeah, I'm, I'm with you. We can we can rant on that for, for a long time. I've, I've been very against that for a long time. It always drove me nuts, John. But, you know, it, it's kind of a it kind of speaks to, to where you're at right now with this competition. Like, what can you do? Like, how different can you get? And it's like, you know, maybe we just have to leave it alone for a little while. Bring it back yeah, so you later. You know, back there. Yeah, just put it on. Uh, take it off for 10 years. For a year or two. Oh, t- 10 years. Put it on I mean, I, I, 10 years. A decade. Wow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Give it a decade. Let, let, I mean, because, I mean, really, John, who cares that much about the slam dunk competition? You take it away for like the next 10 years, no one's going to miss it. That first year, people, are like, oh my God, I missed the dunk contest. And then you actually sit down and you're like, wait, no, I don't. Like, <laughs> what am I missing? And then maybe 10 years from now, you bring it back. You're like, oh, you know what? We have this dunk on. We haven't done it in 10 years. Let's do it for the first time. And I guarantee you people are going to be a little bit more excited and we'll enjoy it a little bit more. And and maybe you won't get this. Maybe you'll get more. Like, you know, what's more impressive to me, John, is the natural dunking. Like, I don't care about jumping over cars. I really don't. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. give me give me give me something a little bit simpler, but a little bit more uh, uh, artistic. You know, these jumping over cars and doing stuff like that. It's just it's clunky. It's weird. It's awkward. You know? Watching like these guys take like six attempts to do it, I'm just like I don't care, you know. It just it's not entertaining. That's the other thing too is yeah, if you need eight or nine attempts to do it, then is it really worth it? Like you should nail it right on its first attempt because that's the way it was done before. The dunk I would propose, and I've done this, you know, myself as a, as a great dunker, um, is do your dunk, grab the rim with both hands, lift yourself up, and then sit on the rim. Yeah, <laughs> with your back to the backboard. Like, if someone pulled that off, and believe me, Anthony Edwards could probably do that because you have to be extremely strong to do that. Like, I think, I don't know if Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's strong enough to do it. Well, you're going against gravity at that point. At that point, it's like, and then if I'm the owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves, I would probably have a massive coronary because here's your (laughs) franchise player, maybe the future face of the league, you know, doing like a 180 while sitting on the rim. Yeah. I don't don't know if that's necessarily worth the, the aggravation or the trepidation of him doing that. But th- that would be something that would be awe-inspiring, right? So now you got Max McClung, who's in there. He's 6'2". He's a white dude. He doesn't really play in the NBA. He can get up, you know, with a 48-inch like, vertical. Okay, that's great. It's you like know, if, but, they brought, if they brought the, the professor in to, to go off against Vince Carter back thing, in the day. Right? It's exactly, yeah. it's, it's like, okay, it's yeah. like a novelty thing, but, you know, there, there's a reason why he's not in the NBA. <laughs> like It's like Nathan Peterman, that quarterback, yeah. who, you know, apparently can throw the ball 86 yards and, can do all sort of trick shots. Well, didn't he throw like 12 interceptions in four games that <laughs> yeah. he played in? Some he did that in one game. What are you kidding? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there was one year that he, he had like 60 snaps and he had more interceptions than like Brady and Rodgers combined. Some god-awful stat that happened. But, yeah, because quarterbacking is more than just chucking the ball 80 yards. Right. So, yeah, I don't know what to do. I mean, I've thrown out some suggestions. Some of them are ludicrous, obviously. But, um, 
yeah, it's just it's it's not a good weekend. Other than the fact that it makes money, and it's the time for all the players to get together. They really like that. There was the brotherhood in the NBA more so than any other sport. Like I, I don't think there's much hatred among the players. I mean, maybe Pat Beverly and Russell Westbrook, you know, had some issues with other players in the league, but for the most part, they all get along. They're always at each other's weddings. I guess that's great, but it doesn't necessarily lend itself to competitiveness when guys just didn't like each other. No, and and, and what do you do? And and look, I look, I I think the uh, you know we talk about guys like Kobe and Jordan. I, I I think you know some people go over a little little bit over the top of Kobe, but at the same time, it's like, do you think a guy like that would just you know half-ass a game like an All-Star game like that? No, no. no. And it's like, you know, we hear well, these stories. He six, game six of the NBA Finals to do that against the <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> that's another discussion. That's, a, that's another discussion. But, but you know, we, you know we, hear the, we hear these stories about, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the Team USA and, and how he just, you know, again, just how he carries himself and how he approaches the game. And it's like, he's not going to go out there and, and let, you know, LeBron get a second chance at a, at a you know what I mean? Like, or, or like, right. it, it's just like you're, you're lacking that sort of fiery competitiveness. And, and, and maybe you're right, John, maybe it is because everyone's a little bit more friendly now. And maybe everyone is a little bit more, Hey, I want to swap jerseys with you. And I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm not saying that every player in the eighties and nineties hated each other, but there was certainly a lot more hate, you know? Um, sure. I, I think what happens Ian too, is that the league takes on the, the feelings or the, the dogma of the best player, the face of the league. So Jordan was this ultra competitive guy. Right. He's like, he just liked his teammates, let alone the opposition. And he was always competitive. So kind of like filtered in throughout the league because to be the best, you got to beat the best. So I've got to be more like Mike. Right? Yeah, so well, was, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. About the 90s. Was that? Unless you're Patrick Mahomes and those, those to be the best, too. you have that's to true, too. lose to the best and then fall short of what and he you did. But better. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so, so now LeBron's been the face of the league for 15 years. I think the greatest player ever. Look, he's won four championships with his method, but he's much more inclusive. He, he's one of those guys that's friendly with everybody, believes in keep your friends close, your enemies closer. Look, Draymond Green kicked the guy in his private parts during the finals, and Draymond Green now is one of his best friends. Like that, like If someone did that for Michael Jordan, first of all, there would have been like a <laughs> melee on the court. And he would never have spoken to the guy again. Bill Biden Lambeer did that. <laughs> right. I mean, look. Michael well, he Jordan, might have done that, you know, actually. In, well, he probably did. Yeah, he I was going to say, he Bird. probably did do that. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he punched Bird, Bird punched back, yeah. and they went at it. And Robert Parrish punched Lambeer and didn't get thrown out of that game, which is pretty amazing. Um, but it's just different, right? So now everybody wanted to be like Michael Jordan, so now everybody wants to be like LeBron who built a great brand, and he's a good guy, and yada, yada, yada. So... Um, maybe it's just done differently. No, I, I, I can, I can buy that. Ago. I mean, yeah, it, I it's, think it's part of it. it it's a, you know, it, it is. I mean, it takes time for things like that. And, you know, to, uh, before we go, I do want to bring up LeBron real quick because, um, outside of the all-star game, I, di- I, I find it funny. First of all, like, I, I don't care about, uh, uh, you know, doing the farewell tour. I, I you know, certainly for a guy like that, he, he deserves it. I have no he problem does. with that. It's hilarious to me that he even pretends like he doesn't want one. He said he's 50-50 on it. I'm like, no, you're not. You're like 200-0 on it. You're like 200% certain you're going to have one, 0% certain that you're not going to have one. I mean, come on, John. It's LeBron James. Is there any chance in the world that he says, no, I do not want to be 
hampered for my final year in the league. No. No, exactly. No, he'll, exactly. he'll have a farewell tour throughout the league without question. There haven't been a ton of those. You know, when you really think about it, I, I remember Dr. J and Kareem had them, you know, because they announced this is going to be our last year. With Bird, he didn't announce his retirement until like August of the year after he played. Right. So you weren't going to have that. Magic obviously retired because he was HIV positive. Then he came back for a bit. Then he came back again. So it was kind of wonky at that point. Jordan had missed three years and then came back with Washington. You know, so a lot of the all-time greats, they don't really have that. Well, even even um, even in football, I mean, you know, Peyton Manning kind of. We, I mean, so, like, Brady didn't have one, but there were, you know, obviously, no. I mean, twice he didn't have one either time. He didn't really, I mean, you, you could put, you know, put the dots together, connect the dots. Um, Peyton kind of the same. Like, I mean, I think everyone knew that, I mean, certainly at, at that point, you know, as the season progressed, there was no chance that Peyton Manning was coming back. You know, he had been benched and everything like that. So, you know, there, there was, you know, there, there was obviously a, a very safe assumption that he was going to end that year, but it wasn't still, it wasn't like a retirement tour. You get him more in baseball, um, just because the, the game's more, ceremonial does that make sense mm-hmm. and 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 again Absolutely. and and you also have more games so like when when david ortiz goes and plays the yankees for the last time you know what i mean i get it like i like i said mm-hmm. i have no problem with the with the with the fanfare for for these players who 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 are legends of the game i'm not i don't have any issue i just i i think it's funny that lebron even pretends <laughs> that he doesn't want it but you know We'll see. Aaron Rodgers might. Aaron Rodgers would have a farewell tour. If any player in the NFL would would demand a farewell tour, I think it might be Aaron Rodgers. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that would make the most sense. So my two favorite guys are (laughs) so narcissistic and ego driven that they're going to have. Yeah, but I mean, but that's part of what makes them great. I mean, it's part of their some of their flaws too. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. But but you know the positives that come out of that obviously greatly outweigh. The, the negatives like I mean Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be the quarterback he is if he isn't self-centered and and you know sure. having the ego that he does but in the same breath that that same ego can come back to bite him in the ass and and you know those around him so you know it's a double-edged sword it's just one edge is a lot sharper than the other in this sense well I think too when we look at some of the great quarterbacks that retired Marino Elway Montana, they didn't have farewell tours. I think Montana wanted to play another year, but the nerve damage in his yeah. fingers was so bad. Elway kind of. You kind of knew when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that there, was, there was. Be it, but yeah. he was the MVP of that Super Bowl. He could still play. Yeah. And I was always like, why not come back and try to be the first team to three P? But he just was beat up at that point. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, of the yeah. style he played. And, you know, Marino the next year retired. Um, baseball, you're right, Ian. I mean, Jeter had a farewell tour. Ortiz had a farewell tour. And I remember I was, people would always say, well, Ortiz is really a pain. He's complaining about a scoring uh, change and why he didn't get a hit and they caused an error and it affects his batting average. And he's complaining about his contract. I go, well, it's part of the David Ortiz package. You get that, mm-hmm. but you also get this guy who puts up incredible numbers and hits so well in the clutch. And, 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 and he, had a, a, he had a, a resurgence towards the end of his, I mean, he could have probably played again another year. I mean, he went out. He had a great year. I, he, had a, he, was, was he was phenomenal. Yeah. He was phenomenal. And, and, you know, you don't get it that was. that often. So, um, yeah. Before maybe, we wrap up, can I just throw one other suggestion sure. out to you? As far as the All-Star game, I, this probably wouldn't work either as far as the game itself. 
and it's been floated out before. It's nothing original on my part. What about U.S. versus the world? And, and, uh, who knows if that would give it some uh, more competitiveness. So eh. you know, the world you would have you'd have Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, oh. Luca, <laughs> arguably the four best players yeah. in the world. If Embiid's out there, uh, SGA is from Canada. Uh, Jamal Murray's from Canada. Kyrie Irving was born in Australia, so put him out there. He could actually represent planet Mars <laughs> if they had a team. But you, you could come up with 12 legitimate studs from outside the United States, and then the United States would be, you know, LeBron, Durant, Curry, Tatum, and the rest of the players. I think uh, that would be maybe try it. Just try you, it and see how about, what happens. How about this? We combine both the NHL All-Star Weekend and the NBA All-Star Weekend. <laughs> and the NBA and that, players play a game of hockey, and the hockey like players it. play a game of basketball, and there you go. Because you can't... Oh. That, that's my solution. Boom. There you go. Mega oh. weekend. Post-Super Bowl. I love it. Let's do it. If there, wasn't that like the... Um, what was it? Basketball? The movie? Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I was actually... Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of... of the two I, I, I was thinking about that, that, that movie where the mom and daughter switch bodies. I don't know ah, why. Okay. <laughs> so it was a Susan Sarandon and uh, 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 the redhead. Lindsay Lohan, right? Or Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yep. It's like, you know... Yep. Right, Something along I, I don't those know. Lines. Yeah, let's do it. I, yeah, I let's it. do it. Why not? <laughs> talk about talk about injuries. <laughs> yeah, that I know. That's all we need is you know, um, Giannis out on skates at seven feet tall. Yeah, or, that's. You know, <clears> look, I'm not players tackling I, each other out there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I, I certainly was not um, keeping in mind the safety and safety and health of the players when coming up with that suggestion. Yeah, why not? Just Who just cares? the entertainment but, of us. That's it. So. Well, we go back go back to a Chris Rock joke from 20 years ago. He goes, you know, Venus Williams is dominating tennis. We're taking over everything. You know, just start heating those hockey rinks. LeBron's <laughs> going to come out on his skates at six foot eight yeah. and dominate. You know, it's just like you know, uh, try it. What? Try something different. Who knows? But, hey, uh, I, I, U.S. versus the world, maybe. But yeah, I like your more radical idea. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I am radical. So, all right, we're going to end it there because, hey, we're going to go out on a high note here. So uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, we'll, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll obviously keep discussing all the, the latest news and headlines. No, no more football. So, you know, we're going to we're going to fill it with some more, you know, our day to day stuff with more stuff. So um, should be entertaining. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And um, we'll catch you all tomorrow. Don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 